Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World podcast. The topic of this episode is... Are you thinking about buying your first multifamily rental property? Well, congratulations. You're about to embark on one of the best financial decisions you can possibly make. In this, you'll discover why you should invest in multifamily real estate and the five steps that will help you acquire your first multifamily rental property. Let's jump in. First off, why should you be investing in multifamily real estate? And we outlined five reasons why you should be investing right now in multifamily real estate. It is the best investment that you can be a part of, not crypto, not stocks, not your company's 401k plan, not a Roth IRA, but multifamily real estate, and here's why. Number one, it's a great hedge against inflation. As property values increase, rents tend to increase as well. So if you own multifamily real estate, you can start charging even more for rent as the impact of inflation continues to climb. The second point, as things become more expensive, your cost of materials, your labor costs, it keeps up with the rate or tends to keep up with the rate of inflation, which makes things more expensive to buy, to renovate, thus making more people continue to rent, which as a landlord is good for you when you own multifamily real estate. The second point is the huge tax benefits that you get from owning multifamily real estate. One of the major ones is cross-segregation depreciation. This allows you to accelerate the depreciation on the asset and allows you to make more money from your rental income, but also offset that cost through this cross-segregation depreciation, allowing you to pay less taxes. This is a very powerful method cross-segregation depreciation, you should write it down. The third reason is the demand for housing right now is so high. The inventory is so limited right now that people are continuing to rent. They're sitting on the sidelines, the interest rates are high, and they're thinking, well, I don't wanna get into a home right now because I don't wanna pay a six, six and a half, seven percent interest rate, so they're continuing to rent. In addition, all of these kids coming out of college have high, high student loan debt, which affects their debt to income ratio, what makes it hard for them to qualify for a loan, especially just coming right out of college. So they will continue to rent. They are going to be more of a renting economy as we continue to go and as school becomes more expensive. Number four is the economies of scale. And this is what I love about multifamily. For those of you that are trying to buy one house at a time, it becomes very difficult to hit economies of scale because most likely that property is not cash flowing enough to be able or to begin to think about putting property management in place. The reason why you got into real estate is to create time freedom, is to create passive income. But if you're handling all of the phone calls, all of the text messages from your tenants, you're not getting to the economies of scale. So that's why we love multifamily real estate. Plus, it makes it easier to scale because all of your doors are under one roof, one mortgage policy, one insurance policy. It just makes it easier. Rather than having a lot of different homes spread out, you have everything under one roof. And number five, one of my favorite is creating passive income. At some point, if you're thinking about leaving your job, if you're thinking about creating more income, you have to figure out how to make money when you're not working. One of the most successful investors, Warren Buffett said, if you do not learn how to make money when you sleep, you will work until you die. This is what real estate allows us to do, is to create passive income. Next, we're gonna jump into the five steps that you can implement today to get to your first multifamily property. Step one is where are you going to buy 
your next multifamily property, where to buy it. And the first piece of advice I have for you is target a location. Now, when you talk to other investors or maybe other people in your sphere of influence, they'll say, oh, I'll buy a deal anywhere. Anywhere in the country, I'll buy a deal. The problem with that methodology is that you're not focused and you're missing out on opportunities because you're spread out too thin. You don't know where you're looking. So that's what brings me to my second point is you want to be focused. Now, you want to focus on three to five markets where you can be hyper-focused in where you want to buy that multifamily so that you don't miss out on the opportunities. Now, how to determine where you want to buy is looking at local market trends. And there's three market trends that I focus on when buying multifamily real estate. The first is population size. And a great site to be able to discover the population size of the areas you're considering is citydata.com. The second metric that I look at is job growth. Are there job opportunities there? What companies are coming there? Because if there's job growth, what does that mean? People are moving there. And if people are moving there, they need a place to rent. And the third thing I like to look at is what is the crime rate? What type of area am I getting in? Step two is now that we know where we wanna buy that multifamily, how do we find the deal? Now, if you're looking online, using an agent or using the multiple listing service, MLS, what I recommend if you're gonna go that route for multifamily deals and you're looking for a deal, then what I would do is look for any deals that have been sitting on the market for 100 days or more. If a deal has been sitting on the market for 100 days or more, there's probably a few issues with that property. Either it's overpriced or it needs work and it could mean an opportunity for you. The second way you can find these deals is for sale by owners. Using sites like for sale by owner.com, Zillow for sale by owner, or Craigslist could give you an opportunity to get the right deal if you approach the seller directly by them marketing on one of those platforms. And the third way, one of my most favorite ways, and what I still feel and the Freedom Mentor family still feels, is the best way to get the best deal is marketing direct to seller off market before the market even hits the property, before it goes to MLS with an agent, before they list on one of the conglomerate sites that I mentioned, but going direct to seller will allow us to get to the best deals and structure the best deals, not only from a price standpoint, but also a creative standpoint as well. Step three is, is the property a good deal? How do we know it's a good deal? And this is the biggest mistake that beginners make when getting into multifamily real estate. Now, there's been so many gurus online that say, oh, you'll never lose money doing multifamily deals. That is the furthest thing from the truth if you don't know how to do these things because anybody can go out and buy a deal that doesn't cash flow or has the money to buy a deal, but are you buying a good deal? That's why we're getting into real estate to cash flow the multifamily property. So the first thing that you have to look for is the market cap versus the deal cap. Now a rule of thumb that we live by and it's not always true, but the deal cap should be at or greater than or at least equal to the market cap rate. This will allow you to put your property in its best position. The second thing you wanna focus on is what is my return on investment? And in order to know how to do that, you have to be able to look at the actual financials versus the pro forma financials. But to get to the pro forma financials, and this is what we excel at, is what do we need to do to get there? What improvements have to be made at that property to get to the pro forma numbers that we have outlined. If you're looking for coaching, this is exactly what we do. You can apply in the description below. And the last thing is analyzing your income and expense report. Understanding the expenses for your specific area and knowing the market rents. This is huge, knowing your market rents and how you can drive them to your pro forma numbers. One site that I use that is a great surface level site is Rentometer, and this is a good start. 
but the best way to get the actual comps is direct comps, comps that have been rented out, two bedrooms that have been rented, one bedrooms that have been rented as close to the asset that you're looking at buying. Step four is how are we going to fund and finance your next multifamily? Well, we can go the traditional method with a lender. Now, there's a lot of different lending options when you get into the multifamily space. You can do a conventional loan. You can do a three and a half percent FHA loan or you can do a 5% conventional loan that Fannie Mae just launched corner of the screen. So that's how you can go about the traditional way of getting finances is working with a lender. The next thing that you can think about is developing relationships with hard money lenders. As you go towards more deals that have been sitting on the market for a long time, like we talked about on the MLS for many, many days, or you're going direct to seller, hard money may be a great asset or a great tool within your tool belt to help you get a deal done. Now, keep in mind, if you're going to use hard money, you want to make sure that you're buying the property below market value and able to fix it up so you can refi out of that loan and pay off your hard money lender and then put a traditional loan onto the property. So just keep that in mind. You can also think about raising capital. People have to understand they're always relying on their own ability to buy these deals. When you start thinking about raising capital, you then expand your ability to buy larger deals and more deals often. So this is something you want to think about doing in developing those relationships and understanding how to raise capital so that you can buy bigger and bigger deals and more deals at a faster pace. And the fourth is one of my favorites is creative financing. This is what we are so good at is structuring deals that win not only for us and our students, but win for the seller and allows us to move into deals without worrying about our credit or worrying about getting financing and moving into something creative so that we can get the deal done. Step five is optimizing profits. Now there's two areas that we focus on when optimizing profits, increasing income and decreasing expenses. When we're looking at increasing the income, we're looking at opportunities. Opportunities to think about is on-site laundry. Also, if you have a basement, clearing out that basement and adding storage to create additional income from your tenants to pay for that storage. And looking at how high can we get the rents to match the performa we're looking at to getting those rents to maximum rental potential of market value. Now we're looking at, do the units have to be painted? Do we have to redo the floors, add new kitchen countertops, add new cabinets, redo the bathroom, add laminate vinyl plank, new vanities? All of these things can help you derive that rental income higher and higher, the better you present your unit. Next, we wanna look at decreasing expenses. One of the ways we can go about that is implementing rubs, which is a ratio utility billing system. And all that is doing is looking at, as the new landlord, what utilities you're responsible for versus what the tenants are responsible for and decreasing your expenses by giving those utilities back to the tenants. You also need to look at your vendor contracts. These are very, very important because it can save you thousands of dollars per month. Looking at the landscaping contract, the pest control contract, and most importantly, one of the most important ones is your management contract if there's management on that property. What are they charging you on a percentage each month of your gross revenue? What are their upcharges for their labor costs, material costs? You want to look through that with a fine tooth comb to make sure you are not overpaying that management company. Looking at these two items will absolutely help you optimize your profits when buying a multifamily property. We're going to head out to a real deal that I own that I implemented these exact same strategies to maximize that multifamily's potential. Let's head on out. 
As promised, I wanted to take you to one of my multifamily deals, and it is this property located right behind me. This is a six-unit property, which does fall within the category of commercial real estate, but I am implemented the same process that I just went through with you guys to buy this property behind me. So first thing, we focused on the market. This is a very niche market, and we knew we wanted to own real estate within this market. Now, we focused on this market because it's very desirable. Properties like this never really hit the market, nor are there a lot of properties like this available within this market. This is a very tourist-driven area, so it goes from 30,000 people in the winter to 100,000 people in the summer. Now, how did we find this deal? Well, we found this deal going direct to the seller with the techniques that we teach our students is going direct to the seller to find the best deals. Now, when I purchased this deal, this deal was purchased for 850,000, and the value of the deal, if it went to the market or if they sold it, probably would have been around 1.2 million. So as soon as we closed on this deal, we had $350,000 in instant equity. Now, there were things we had to do on the property to fix up, to bring it up to the level we have it now, but that's how you get the best deals done. Now, the next question becomes is, how did I fund this deal? How did I buy this deal? Well, I, I funded this deal from a client of mine who I had relationships with. So I raised capital for this deal when I purchased this deal many, many years ago, and I owned 40% of this building and did not put a dollar of my own money into the deal to purchase it. And this is the way you guys have to think is you can buy deals without using your own money. I found the deal, I found the money, brought the deal together, and then now I'm a 40% owner of this property. Now, when we bought this property, what are some of the things that I was looking for when investing in this deal? Well, one was the location, right? If you go around this neighborhood, the homes over here can range anywhere from 800,000 to 1.2 million. So the location is very desirable. It's close to the beaches, it's close to the parks. So I knew the rental demand here would be very, very significant. Also, what I look for is what is the outside condition of the building? So the outside condition is cedar shake. They were all in good shape. The roof was in good shape, but the inside needed work. This was about 50% occupied when I purchased this building and they were about 60% below market rent. So I came into the building, took all of the tenants out of the building, and we began to go through the building and clean it up. This unit right here, was an absolute disaster. There was water coming through the ceiling. We did a gut renovation there, but with the other units, we did the floors, we painted, we did some countertop upgrades, and it really allowed us to increase the building's value. Some other capital improvements we made is we put in a brand new fire system, we put in new gas heating systems, we put a parking lot in the back, which allowed more parking for the tenants, which was desirable. We also had a company come out and insulate the entire outside of this building. Now, they do an energy audit here in my local market where we paid one third of, the, of what it would cost to insulate this building, and they may have programs like that in your market. So something you may think about. So with this building right here, we wanted to button up the outside, incre increase the insulation, and make this building tight. So we're going to take you around. Let me show you at the back of the building. We can go this way. So this parking lot was not here when we purchased the property. So we added all of this parking back here. And this was a nice backyard, but we found more value in adding parking for our tenants. And then also downstairs, we added laundry. There was no laundry on this property and better yet, coin laundry so we can collect more revenue, increase the NOI of the asset. So right now, our rent moral right about now is $13,250 a month. That's our rent roll right now. And it throws off a ton of capital for us. This is just one example of the type of deal you could be doing when you know 
how to do this when you have the right process and you can own multifamily real estate yourself as well. Hopefully that helped you understand why you should be investing in multifamily real estate and the steps necessary you need to implement to get to your first deal. Every successful investor has a mentor. If you're looking to take your real estate to the next level, you can apply to our program using the link in the description below.